0: Welcome to the Medical Cannabis Education Podcast, where we provide reliable and up-to-date information on all things related to cannabis and its various uses. From its effects on the body and mind to its potential medical benefits, we aim to be a trusted source of information for those looking to learn more about this often misunderstood plant. So, for those that don't know, I actually started my cannabis journey with dry herb vapes because I was scared of smoke. I had asthma and was just pretty scared of smoke at the time as a lad. I never got anxiety from doing the dry herb vape, even though I was doing three sessions in one sitting at the time with bud from dispensaries. But then I saw like, different glass pieces and that kind of art form made me want to smoke after a few years. So I got a bomb for Christmas and at one point got a couple of pieces from Hemper. And every once in a while, smoking, I would get pretty anxious out of the blue. When I got my gallbladder out, that anxiety got worse and made me completely lose my tolerance to edibles. It wasn't until recently that I'm doing dry herb vaping again, and that has completely fixed both the anxiety and the lower tolerance, as I can tell because edibles are not hitting that hard anymore. That has made me want to do this topic. What is the difference between smoking and vaping cannabis? Is there something in the smoke that could cause anxiety like that? I researched some articles on what smoking and vaping do, I even researched the individual molecules of smoke to see what they can do. I had to research some words about what the studies meant. I will post this whole script in the description for accessibility and that will also have the sources. So here is what I was able to find. One study took multiple different strains with the different THC percentages and put them through a smoke machine. They were looking to test for the amount of toxins and carcinogens in smoking cannabis next to nicotine. They found conflicting results, however. It seems as though the higher THC percentage, the higher particles you smoke throughout but there were some that had more toxins than others in the smoke. In fact, they found a lot more terpenes than they did toxins. They also said this in their conclusion. Estimations that up to 50% of the Delta-9 THC is lost in sidestream smoke, up to 30% is destroyed by pyrolysis and 10% is trapped in the butt of the joint have been reported. Uh, Another quote from this same study, the potential for terpenes to be prosecutors for carcinogens highlights the question of smoking technique as smoking cannabis joints with higher levels of delta-9-THC may lead to higher levels of carcinogens such as BAP. The results also showed that the t- percentage of TPM accounted for by Delta-9-THC has a tendency to reach a maximum of higher potencies. This suggests that once the cannabis re- reaches a certain Delta-9-THC level, the smoker receives a consistently higher ratio of Delta-9-THC to TPM, whereas the at lower potent, uh, potencies, the smoker receives less Delta 9 THC per unit of TPM, and this raises the question of whether or not there are health benefits in smoking cannabis with a higher THC percentage. Uh, so TPM means total particulate matter, and THC means the concentration of Delta 9 THC. So. From my understanding, what this concludes is, although it's not the same across the board, the higher the THC percentage, the higher chance you get toxins such as carcinogens, menzoaprine, and hydrocarbons, etc. And even terpenes can play a part of that, but they can also counteract that because of their medical properties. I also looked at different studies that showed the effects of different smoke molecules. When I mostly found that the molecules they describe are in smoke just cause cancers. The most notable molecule for what we are trying to determine though, the benzoaprene one, uh, can cause cognitive harm such as learning and memory impairment. It can also cause autoimmune disorders, infections, and hormone reduction. It can also cause respiratory cancers in humans polyaromatic uh, hydrocarbons or PAH, Uh, the definition just tells us it's a compound in smoke that can cause cancer. So what I have learned thus far is that the compounds in smoke usually cause cancer and in some cases uh, cognitive issues such as learning and memory impairment. I think the most likelihood of a compound causing anxiety would be the benzodiazepine, since that one is shown to cause cognitive harm, as well as harm in the nervous system. But that still didn't really answer my question. So, what causes cannabis-induced anxiety? I already theorized that it was going to be caused by too much THC to the body since that's what we've studied before. But have there been studies differentiating between smoking and vaping uh, dry herb? Both studies I looked at said THC stimulates the amygdala which regulate your responses to things like fear and stress. And excess on cannabinoids can overstimulate this area of the brain, which can cause fear and anxiety. It can also be caused by not having enough opioid receptors in the back of the brain apparently, as well as hormone and fluctuations playing a part. So, at the end of this research, we could say that smoke could... Play a role in inducing anxiety, particularly in the molecule benzoaprine, since that is shown to cause cognitive harm. These studies show that the higher the THC percentage, the the more likely you will get more of these harmful mo- molecules and carcinogens. Either because you're getting more of the plant altogether, maybe, or you might get more smoke smoking something more potent. I Was not clear on that. The other thing that induces anxiety in general is the higher THC percentages in general because they can overstimulate the amygdala. So hear me out on this. As it said in the beginning of the study, over 50% of the plant is burnt off when you smoke it. And that is replaced by the tar and carcinogens and stuff. I think it could be that when you smoke it, you're also burning off a lot of terpenes which carry their own medicinal effects that can make cannabis different and well-rounded. When you're vaping it, you're also keeping those terpenes and all of the cannabinoids. It's a different high for sure, and it doesn't feel like a slap to the face high, To me, a vape high feels more gradual that you're able to settle into and it's more well-rounded. I can legitimately feel myself uh, and hyper on a hybrid than tired and zone-out-ish when I usually feel when I smoke. I think part of the reason I felt anxiety while smoking is because the medicinal terpenes I needed were lacking and I might be sensitive to actual smoke. Another part might be that a lot of the bud is like 30% THC now, which is pretty high. I would like to see more bud more diverse in percentages and know what terpenes are in them. Overall it was a pretty cool to do a deep dive like this. I think the next time we could talk about the THC percentages and what they could really mean. Thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you guys next time.